Happy Wednesday, one and all. Oh, it's currently the 12th of April, 2023. I've just had the um, Splendour in the Grass announcement come out today, which is always exciting because we love that festival. Um, last year, obviously, was a complete clusterfuck of a festival, but this year, I'm hoping it's going to be a lot nicer. They've just announced the Saturday, um, which Laura and I are planning on going to, um, which is headlined by the brilliant Flume, um, supported by the incredible Yeah Yeah Yeahs, Sam Fender, Lil Sims, Arlo Parks, King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard, Benny, Marlon Williams, Peach PRC, so many more, so many more, Meg Mac, TK Maidza, X Club, Jeremy Zucker, Telenova, there's loads to go in here, um, I might even do some small WTFs about them, some of the little guys, um, just a really cool lineup, really chuffed. So I'm back on a bit of a, a, a hype at the moment. Um, that will probably be, it's not the next festival I go to, but it's not far off. We're um, planning to go to Groove in the Moo in a couple of weeks time, which is also exciting. So festival season is well and truly already started for me. But the one I'm really excited for, of course, is Reading and Leeds. 2023 my brothers will be with me my boys will be going on watching some brilliant music today's uh video is, sorry today's podcast episode is all about an amazing duo of djs from northern ireland called bicep um you may have heard their records glue you may have heard their records apricots they're just absolutely sensational um, this is probably, I think this is like the third or fourth best video I've put out in terms of performance. It's done very, very well. So really chuffed to um, be revisiting them. I think just absolutely exceptional and can foresee them doing really, really well in the future as well. Uh, they've got a bit of a sunset sh slot on that Friday at Reading. So all thing, all uh, all pretty exciting stuff. Um, but I'll let this episode do the talking. So if you've never heard of them before, then uh, enjoy this. This is Who the Fuck a Bicep. For 12 long years since their inception, Bicep have been slowly but surely honing their craft. Following their release of their majestic second album, Isles, the Belfastian duo are about to embark on a new chapter and step up in their Glastonbury moment. Well, welcome back to another episode of Who the Fuck, the show that aims to take a deep dive in some of the acts performing across festival season in 2022. In today's episode, we're heading to Worthy Farm, Glastonbury to feature an amazing duo, producer duo, they're called Bicep, and they've had an amazing couple of years. So without further ado, if you've never heard of them before, hopefully this video will help answer the question, who the fuck are Bicep? Andy Ferguson and Mac McBriar are the two members that make up Bicep. They're from Belfast, Northern Ireland. Genre-wise, they're described as electronica, breakbeat, house and techno. But for me, they've joined this really interesting pool of artists in my library that are kind of genreless. I think artists like Subtract, Bonobo, Forte, Caribou, Jamie XX, those guys. Those guys that just, they make electronic music, beautiful electronic music, which you can dance to if you want to. The list goes on, but they're my highlight. Bicep formed in 2009, DJing and producing in London. They started out blogging together, creating a blog called Feel My Bicep, posting more than 100 house and techno records every single week. This gave them a massive advantage over bigger name DJs because they just had such a good connection to the underground. This subsequently led to them setting up a record label of the same name. They released their first single, Darwin, in December 2010. 
This was part of the ingeniously titled EP1 on Throne of Blood Records. They followed up EP1 with the equally geniusly titled EP2 in June 2011. 2012, they also won the Best British Breakthrough DJ Award for DJ Mag. Throughout the early 2010s, they, they continued to release a string of singles on various record labels as well as their own. I think probably the first time I came across their work was their remix of Disclosure's massive You and Me in 2013. And then, in 2017, they released the record Aura. Signed with the legendary Ninja Tune. Other Ninja Tune artists include Jada G, Roots Maneuver, Thundercat, Kamazi Washington, Lil Dragon, Black Country New Road, Marabu State, and Bonobo, as well as many, many more. Aura was the first single taken from their upcoming eponymously titled debut album, which was subsequently released in September 2017. Other records taken from the album would include their second single, Glue, it was probably the first single of theirs that I came across. I remember Animac hammering this on Future Sound. This is the record that really starts to set their tone. They go from being a house and techno duo, releasing just underground house and techno, going and making something that's bicep, really finding their groove and sticking with it. It was a record that traded the standard 4-4 beat in favour of something slightly broken. It's very reminiscent of what we talked about when we did the Frankie Wire episode in season three. I don't know how to f describe this music, it's really f cool. As well as Prosper back in series one. They don't make your typical 4-4 house sound. It's this new evolution, this new frontier of dance music, which I'm so excited for. It also includes the brilliant Opal. which was their third single taken from the album, which also received the phenomenal remix treatment from Fortet. Honestly, one of the most beautiful remixes ever made. They followed that up with their fourth single, Rain. sees them starting to work with samples from all over the globe. Something that we come back to in a minute. The album was, was universally received quite positively, gaining a Metacritic score of 79, with reviews saying, it's surprisingly dreamy and thoughtful at times. See lead singles Aura, which radiates pure white light and full of the yearning and bittersweet of the best post-rave sunrise moments. Most of all, it's laser-focused in the pursuit of pleasure and makes absolute sense as a complete album. Bicep have never been afraid to go for broke and their debut album is all the better for it. Bicep have taken all of their influences and crafted them into a delightfully homogenous whole. This is a loose, liberated record as the pair tease of intricately woven synths, keyboards, and demonstrate a suitably delicate and deft touch. The artwork for the album and its run were put together by Lyft, Anatypes Types, and Chester Studio, spearheaded by the Royal Studio. The concept was to generate analog graphics as systemic abstractions that would allow in numerous digital compositions to frame either specific rhythms, the singles, the album, and live footage. The artwork for that first album is really cool, and I love that there's a behind the scenes of how it all goes together. I think this stuff's gonna be more prominent in the future. I'm just saying, um, watch this space. They were pretty quiet throughout 2019 before returning in March 2020 to release the monstrous Atlas. A 
record that again favours a broken beat and features what you can only describe as a fidgety synth. Atlas was nominated for and won the Best Track Award at the DJ Mag Best of British Awards in 2020. And then on October 7th, 2020, they were going to release a record that would stop everyone in their tracks. The inexplicable Apricot. <laughs> Apricots came out at the perfect time for an evocative dance record. The world had come out of its first round of COVID and we all knew we were going back for round two. For me, this record was, was the moment that Bicep got added to the Dance Music Hall of Fame. It's their Firestarter by The Prodigy, their Children by Robert Miles, their Unfinished Sympathy by Massive Attack, Another Chance by Roger Sanchez. It's an absolute classic. The song is based on the amazing recordings of traditional Malawian music recorded in 1958. <laughs> As well as a vocal hit from the Bulgarian state radio and television female vocal choir. Such good crate digging there. They would also go on to perform the record at Alexandra Palace for the BBC Six Music Festival to an empty venue in March 2021. What a weird thing to have done. <laughs> The duo would release their second studio album, Isles, in April 2021 to critical success, achieving a Metacritic score of 77, with reviews saying, It's a brilliant pick-me-up, a dazzling set of songs that trap into the innermost impulses, a colourful way to remember those good times, and one that's perfectly prepared for our eventual return to dance floors. I love that review, that's just so good. As they prove across Isles, 10 intricately crafted tracks, which are whittled down from more than 150 demos, few other artists can conjure up these much missed moments of patiently rapturous rave ecstasy quite so artfully. It failed to grab the number one spot, losing out narrowly to Bring Me The Horizons EP, Post-Human Survival Horror. And when I say narrowly, there are 103 album sales in it. The album would also feature subsequent singles, Sienna, Saku and Sundial. <laughs> Following the release of the album, they were nominated for two categories at the 2021 Brit Awards for British Group and Breakthrough Artist. If you've made it this far, I really appreciate it. For more Glastonbury content, for more Splendour in the Grass content, that's a hard thing to say, and more Reading and Leeds 2022, hit subscribe, come join the journey. We're going over a load more artists between now and September. In fact, I'm struggling to keep up with the list. If you like this video, a little like does everything. And if you really liked it, then hit, or you don't agree with what I've said, hit the comment section. That's what I want to know. Let me know your thoughts. You know, I think they're a f***ing cool duo, man. I really do. Ninja Tune, by and large, anyone on Ninja Tune is like a level of cool to me. I love dance music scenes. I really do. Like, I've been a big advocate of many different scenes over the years. But when an artist breaks out of the scene and creates their own scene, I think people like Pendulum, Chase and Status. Disclosure is another example of someone that may have been established in a scene, but they also have their own thing going on. I think of artists like Scream. These people that do something different, they establish themselves and then they evolve out of it and then give back. I love that too. There's just something there which just excites me and Bicep are at the forefront of that at the moment. There's also this huge change happening in dance music. Whilst there are scenes, there are phases of popularity within those scenes. And for the last 10 years, Deep and Tech House have been 
the winners. And Disclosure and artists of that ilk have been real like front runners of that. There's something very exciting happening at the moment. We're losing the deep 4-4, deep techno house thing, which I just, I never really got into in the first place, if I'm honest with you. I mean, I did, but I'm excited for what's next. And this kind of thing that Frankie Wah, Prosper, Elements of Disclosure and Bicep are doing, that excites me. It's something, it's something new and it's a new trend and I'm really excited to see where that goes. Both albums are f***ing great. Every record they release is brilliant. I'd love to see Bicep. I think they're amazing. What do you think? Have you seen them perform before? Are you going to check them out at this year's Glastonbury? I don't know what stage they're playing on yet. It's not like we're 35 days away and we don't know where they are. That's the mad part. But anyway, regardless, let me know your thoughts in the comments section below. And I will see you in the next one. Cheers. Bye.